Yo, what's up, everybody? Today's November 30th. Welcome back to the Daily Leo. So, took a long weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed uh, the holidays and just the overall weekend. Uh, so, today is Monday, and Bitcoin made just recent news this morning, uh, crushing its all time high ever in terms of dollar. Uh, value. So just crossed over 19,800, which marks the all time high from the last bull run. Just from general market sentiment, I think most people are uh, confident that Bitcoin is going to go even higher uh, throughout the rest of 2020. And then obviously there's a lot of you know speculation about Bitcoin's price in 2021. Uh, most people thinking that it's going to be at least $100,000 by uh, sometime around this time next year. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, other big news in terms of Bitcoin price is the monthly chart. So you probably hear a lot of people talking about this. This monthly candle represents the highest uh, closing price for Bitcoin ever. So um, the last highest Bitcoin closing price was right around uh, 14K. And uh, provided that the price doesn't just tank from here, this closing price is looking like it's going to be you know something around 19K. Uh, today. So it'll be interesting to see this candle finish out. And then, you know, where do we go from there? What's the next monthly candle looking like? It's going to be, you know, definitely something that a lot of people keep an eye on. Uh, a lot of other people are looking at the weekly. Uh, so we can take a look here uh, at the weekly candle, obviously doing really well as well. So these are just some of the charting things that people are looking out for. You know, if you know me at all, then you know that I'm not, you know, too big on charting and all of that. But, uh, I definitely think there's some value in it, especially when in a space like crypto where everybody's paying attention to the charts. So uh, this weekly and monthly candle are interesting to watch, obviously uh, marking a big milestone for Bitcoin uh, itself. And uh, here's an article by John Doe just talking about the monthly close. Uh, so obviously, unless Bitcoin just tanks out of nowhere, uh, we're going to see that that new record. So so there's going to be a lot of talk about this monthly candle. Uh, today and obviously in the days that follow as people just kind of monitor it and then look for the next monthly candle See if we can close at a new all-time high and I read this article by Cointelegraph And it was pretty good about the various, you know, just different technical analysis on Bitcoin uh, Just talking about Bitcoin volatility and obviously talking about the candle as well What I found especially interesting is the uh, talk about Bitcoin futures and uh, how the CME has seen a lot of growth recently uh, and just kind of uh, rounding out that idea that there's a lot more institutional adoption this time around. There's a lot more uh, big players coming into the Bitcoin space and starting to invest. Uh, so later in this, we're going to talk about GBTC, but there's just a lot more institutional demand for Bitcoin. Uh, and it's clear that it's not only rising, but, you know, rising exponentially uh, as we see new players in the space and big funds getting involved. So here's a tweet from Pomp talking about GBTC and how it's up 20% this morning. Uh, so if you don't know what's happening, you're not paying attention. Uh, there's a lot of institutional adoption happening right now. So GBTC is leading the Bitcoin market because of all this institutional adoption. Uh, it's one of the only ways that institutions can get involved. You know, one of the handful of ways that they can really get into the Bitcoin space uh, through the more traditional means. Uh, so GBTC going up is a good sign in terms of institutions coming in. So Keep an eye on, you know, how GBTC performs, who's getting involved uh, and all that. So that leads us into Guggenheim, which is a fund, uh, one of the largest hedge funds in the world. And they recently filed uh, with the SEC to invest up to 10 percent of their macro opportunities fund into uh, GBTC. So 
Uh, this is a $5 billion fund uh, that's managed uh, by them. And they have over $233 billion in total assets. Uh, but this particular fund has $5 billion. So 10% of that would be $500 million uh, that they can invest into GBTC. Uh, and this obviously represents a lot of institutional money coming in. Again, rounding out that narrative about institutions uh, coming into the Bitcoin and crypto space. So obviously this is a big point for GBTC, uh, a major reason why it's going up in price. Uh, I think this is just kind of, you know, still the early stages of a much larger round of adoption uh, by institutions into the space. And obviously as more institutional money comes in, uh, Bitcoin's price is going to keep going up and eventually the volatility uh, will also cool down as you just see a bigger market cap and generally uh, you know, more adoption and more people in the space. So moving on from Bitcoin, we have obviously a big moment for Ethereum and the entire crypto community. Uh, ETH 2.0 is launching December 1st. So in case you missed it, uh, there's been this, you know, staking countdown as uh, Ethereum, the ETH 2 deposit contract was looking to get filled and it did get filled last week. And ETH2 is obviously one of the biggest things that everybody in crypto has been waiting for. Uh, it marks the launch of a new you know, world in terms of DeFi, in terms of ICOs, in terms of you know, any, any project and anything that happens on the Ethereum network. Uh, being able to transact uh, more quickly with less fees, less issues in general. If you saw what the DeFi boom did for not only for Ethereum, but for the entire space, uh, and what's happening with the DEXs right now, you know how much value there is in fast and cheaper transactions. So the fact that we're closer than ever to ETH2 is definitely a bullish thing. Um, you know, as someone who's building something on Ethereum, uh, having ETH2 almost ready to launch is a big deal. Uh, having cheaper fees and faster transactions and more usability uh, is going to raise the tide for all ships. Everything in crypto, I think, is going to benefit from uh, Ethereum generally having better scalability uh, and technology. And we're definitely seeing this move from centralized exchanges to DEXs and various you know, lending protocols and the things that are being built on DeFi. So uh, I think we all want to see DeFi more widely adopted. We want to see people in all parts of the world have access to DeFi uh, in a way that makes sense. And for a lot of people, you know, paying a $5 transaction fee is just way too much. You know, they might be transacting in $100 or less and paying a $5 transaction fee on $100 is pretty stupid. Um, and then you can even go down from there. You know, some people want to do DeFi stuff with even $50. So I think we're still just in the early stages of these protocols being adopted. So obviously, you know, it starts at the top with people, you know, the DeFi whales, which is jokingly defined as, you know, whale fi because DeFi really caters toward uh, people who have a lot of money and are able to afford those transaction fees. Uh, so generally just really excited about ETH2. I think most people are. Uh, and that will be it for today's Daily Leo. I'll see you guys tomorrow.